Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Uh, people don't like introductions because it's YouTube and they have short ex- expectations. Expectations, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> so we're going to get right into the show. Hey, Weeze. Yeah. What have you been watching this week? I watched a bunch of anime and... Okay, I watched Hell's Paradise, which is surprisingly good. I've watched the Konosuba spinoff, which is hilarious. I wanted to talk to you about Hell's Paradise. Yeah. I think it's almost the next um, Dororo. It is kind of like that. Or not yeah. Dororo. Is it Dororo? Dororo. Not Dororo. Dororo. Yeah, yeah. It is kind of like Dororo. Eh. It's got it's, a similar. Um, you never vibe seen to that it. show? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh yeah, you didn't join the podcast when we were watching that. So. Uh uh-uh. It's yeah. the one where the guy gets like all of his body parts like taken by demons oh, and he has to hunt them down. And he has to go like kill the demons and monsters and like each time he does he reclaims a part. Yeah. It I was is... gonna watch it and then I forgot it existed. It's yeah, it's on off... Amazon. It's great. It's based off a story from like the twenties or something. It's like really yeah. old. Huh. There's a old nineteen sixties anime version of it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Pretty so. wild. Um yeah, it Anyways. is kinda like that. It's got a similar vibe. Yeah, but you were saying you had the new Konosuba spinoff. Konosuba spinoff is really funny. I've also watched Mashal in the first episode of Demon Slayer, and that's all the stuff cool. I watched. It's the first this episode ever of entirety of Demon Slayer. No, the first episode of season three of Demon Slayer, the Swordsmith there, Village arc. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I just realized we're gonna be stuck in that Swordsmith Village this whole season. I, I realized that too. I was Dear like, Lord. I was like, not much okay, is happening. What, oh, wait, uh, what, like, we were talking about this earlier and Boom was like, I hate it. Okay, what's going on? What, what, like, okay, I haven't we, watched, we talk, I haven't watched Demon Slayer since the first Why don't we go movie. into that after we do our introduction thing? So, what do you got to talk about? Uh, well, I finished Inspector Season 2. Nice. And I started watching a show called Cup. Cabinary of the Iron Fortress. Okay, cool. It's a steampunk zombie apocalypse show. That sounds epic, actually. So far, it's been pretty good. So the characters are kind of in that point of like, eh, I don't know who I like and who I don't like because I've only watched like an episode and a half. Right. Mm. But okay, cool. I, I've been liking it. It's a cool concept. Yeah. Nice. Um, I got to talk about all the things that Weez was talking about except for uh, God's Blessing on this magical uh, explosion, whatever it's called. Yeah. The kind of super spinoff. Mm-hmm. But I also have to add the Oshi no Ko. Oshi no Koi. Oshi no Ko. Oshi no Ko, the idol slice of life comedy murder mystery anime that came People out. have been talking about it like crazy. And yeah, it's like it the up. second coming of Christ for like, I don't know, anime fans apparently. But anyways, I got to talk about that because I have some pretty good comments on why people are freaking out about it. Cool. But yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about. If you guys want to listen to the show, hopefully you do. Here we go. Wheeze. Hell's Paradise. You want to talk about that first? It's it's pretty good. It's probably my, like, I think Konosuba is overall the best thing that's coming out right now. I really like Konosuba. It's really funny. No, it's funny. I can show you the spot in the previous episode when we were talking about what we were going to watch. You're like, I'm not excited for it. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to be that great, but it's it's really good. It's still Konosuba. It's okay. got the same charm, the same like quality writing and comedy and just it's okay, the I, I kind of forgot what the deal was with the um Demon Village too, because yeah. it's so I guess I'm talking about Kodosuba now. The uh the Demon <laughs> Village that's um 
that Megumin is a part of. The red-eyed demon, was whatever like called. the one otaku guy that just wanted to make, like, really over-the-top, like, cheesy, you know, like, like insane uh, people. Yeah, so the first it, guy that got reincarnated yeah. into that world, like, found that... Didn't he have the power where he just could create things? But yeah, I think, yeah, he had some ability from when he got reincarnated there. But anyways, the so the whole village, everyone talks in this ridiculous manner. And yeah. Megumin is, like, talking. She she gets her cat in the in the second episode, and she's talking to her sister, and her sister's just like, I have felled the great beast. And they're just, like, going on with this over-the-top ridiculous dialogue back and forth, and Megumin ends up just, like, adopting the cat. And then brings it to school, and they're like, you can't have a cat. And she's like, this is my familiar. It's part of my soul. If you break it off from me, we'll both die or something. And it's just it's just the over-the-top, ridiculous That's reminding humor. me that her entire village is just full of otaku. Yeah. It's just, no, the Chinabu. Yeah. Basically, just a bunch of Chinabu people. The, That's um, why she wears the... Uh, the eye patch in and the stuff first like episode that. they're like what is the most important thing about being um i forget what they're called they're like demon something they're crimson demons or whatever yeah he's like what's the most important part of being a crimson demon it's like honor and fighting it's like no it's like this this it's like no it is the, the epic way that you present yourself before your fight right and he just starts like spinning around and doing this whole like routine and it's just like now practice this with your partners that's, that's great so like megamine's whole like thing that she always does before doing an explosion or she just like has this whole spiel about her powers right. or whatever is just because of that village that's amazing so the whole I watch village is like that it's really funny it doesn't get old either the characters are really good like a lot of the side characters and and union and everything and just yeah it's pretty great cool there's what three episodes out now only two i think okay so far but they'll probably be third one should be out i'll watch it this weekend and yeah hopefully you are telling the truth it's great it is like if you liked konosuba it's the same vibe the same kind of comedy the same like like everything he's so, riddled with lies he tells the problem is lies. there's a lot of spin-offs that kind of suck or just like a story that it's hard to care about you know it's just like yeah it's like either it's really good like what you're describing now or it's like why did they tell this story yeah there's no reason to tell this because sometimes it's like it's like if they did a death note spin-off about like uh about like l by himself like the most interesting thing of death note is both of the main characters fighting against each other right so if you'd like take the thing people like about it remove an aspect the main aspect that people like about it and then try to tell a story it can it's kind of hard to get into it but konos tuba still has the same vibe and everything from uh from the spinoff to the regular show so the regular show that's a heck of a uh, spinoff <laughs> hey it's very anime inspired <laughs> They have a whole Evangelion episode, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Anyways, Hell's Paradise starts out, and I thought it was going to... At first, it gave off heavy isekai protagonist, edgelord, I can't die, and I want to die, like, vibes, you know? That's what it felt like. I hate that, that it's used so often. But then, it turns into actually, like, understanding his character, where he's, like, really conflicted, and, and he's, like, struggling with how he thinks of himself and what his actual like motivations are. It's, it's actually pretty good. And he's a good character. I have a pretty, I don't know if it's like what people consider a hot take or not, but like this guy is 
like by far one of my favorite anime protagonists now. Mm. Like he actually has a mission in life. Yeah. That seems reasonable. Yeah. He wants to just go back to his wife and mm. retire. Yeah. And he also like struggles with growing up as only ever being like an assassin. Yeah. And then having something like he doesn't know how to act like a normal person. So him like going through, I have to kill. I don't really want to, but I have to kill to survive. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to get out of this situation. Uh, his name's Gabimaru. Yeah. The hollow. What, what hollow? The hollow. Yeah. Because he's hollow. like a hollow person. Gabimaru the hollow. Yeah. He has just, no. To explain emotions. it to Ramen Cat, because you're going to be the antidote for the audience. Basically, this guy uh, comes from a clan of ninjas. He's mm-hmm. a ninja. They can use things called like ninjutsu and stuff. So like in the first episode, I don't think it's a spoiler if I say this, right? <laughs> no, it's okay. Fine. It's the first episode. He literally lights himself on fire. But like the first part of the episode <laughs> is like them trying to do all these executions to him. So like they do beheading. He breaks the sword. They light him on fire. He walks out of the fire. They try pulling him apart with bowls. He makes the bowls tired. <laughs> uh, they try, don't they try poisoning they, uh, him? Obviously, they didn't watch the YouTube video, How to Kill a Ninja. Obviously you not. Paint all the pigeons thoroughly <laughs> and like, use the gelatinous laser to fill up the box. But throughout the entire first episode, he's talking to himself like inner, inner monologue type of thing. He's like, I want to die, but why can't I die? Like, Mm -hmm. why am I holding back? Like, what's not let me die? And then there's this samurai ronin executioner lady that's, like, witnessing him getting executed. And she kind of does, like, this psychology stuff. Like, (laughs) she kind of, like, psychology, like, analyzes him and stuff. She's like, well, I think you just kind of miss your wife, don't you? And at that moment, he's like, I do. I love my wife. And then, and it was partially showing the backstory of him and his wife, because he got his wife from the like uh, the head ninja, assassin, yeah, guy. assassin clan that he was part of, and then she was more like peaceful and, and under understanding, and um, and was like trying to encourage him to live like more normal life. And then the ending of the backstory reveals that the reason he was like kicked out of the clan and captured by this other by like the shogun, right? Shogun, like clan or whatever was because he had um he had asked to leave and just have a peaceful life with his wife and then they kicked him out and like you know got him arrested and stuff well i guess the whole thing is like if you try leaving the village you die yeah you're you're, you're gonna get killed because nobody can leave that village because i guess like the clan leaders like immortal and stuff like that yeah but um so yeah he tried leaving with his wife and then he got depressed, wanted to die, figures out he doesn't want to die, and now he wants to get back to his wife. The only way he can do that now is the Emperor of Japan, his, I don't know, cast of people, like people that are, are in his circle, figure out that there's this flower, the elixir of life, and he wants it, but it's on this far off eastern island. So he gathers all the most dangerous criminals, all the people set on death row. He promises them a pardon if they go and bring back the elixir of life. So now they're on this island. And mind you, the only reason they figured out this was existed is because there's explorers that came back. They came back dead, but they came back like just covered in like flowers. 
like their body became like like plant a flower matter. garden. Yeah. Hmm. So there's some weird like curse kind of creepy. Which like, is why they're sending just the expendable people, the people they think that can get the flower because they're dangerous, but people that they don't care that will die. Yeah. First, the emperor sends people and goes and kills the forest god. Causes a war between it's animals kind and of, humans. It's kind of yeah. like a, and then he sends ninjas to go pick a it, flower. It is kind of like that. Um, I can't think of the movie title. Princess, Princess Mononoke. Mononoke. Princess Mononoke. Yeah. Yeah. So it is like that a little. It's bit. It's got a but. similar thing. And then the main character is just like the strongest, like most dangerous, you know, assassin guy ever. Because yeah. he is ninja. He can't die. Like he literally like bites somebody's throat out. Like with his teeth <laughs> his his fighting style is extremely brutal that's yeah. like part of him um he does feel like he could die from the executioner lady um but like someone has to be really tough to be able to do any damage to him because he can like harden his skin and yeah. like just do ridiculous and, like, stuff it when he when the executioner lady the executioner lady like partially pardons him to take him to the expedition so like the people that were originally trying to kill him were like, no, you can't leave. And they have to fight their way out. Mm-hmm. Well, at that moment, he was like, well, you want to see like ninjutsu, right? Because she was talking to him about like his, how he was raised. And that's the moment he literally lights himself on fire, just like magically. So apparently he can do stuff He's like got, that as yeah. well. Hmm. So like, there's, it's set in like almost real world, like down to earth things, but it's got that magical feel to yeah. it, but it's not extreme, say like Kamasuba. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not like a magic world. It's just kind of like this extreme training or whatever is, is kind of like magic. Play, you know? Playing on some of the myths and stuff. Yeah, like definitely. Yeah. It's very much it's just very like mythology. Mytho- style. Mythological Japan. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's cool. really cool. Yeah, it is cool. At first seeing like the trailers and stuff, I thought it was just going to be like really edgy. And it kind of has that vibe to it, but it also has like a really more in-depth character study of the character. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind edgy as long as it isn't like cringe edgy. Yeah, there's no. cool edgy, and then there's cringe edgy. Like I, in one episode, this guy gets stung by this like insect thing that is like a curse. Oh, the latest episode. And, yeah, and yeah. he just like like reacts, notices it, and just like instantly cuts off his hand. Yeah, this guy's like a like, giant samurai guy. He like stands really cool seven feet tall. Really cool moment. The, butterfly bug thing just like stings him he sees the like the he sees the wound he pictures like he thinks back to like the guy turning into flowers he's like hand gone (laughs) and then he just like instead of like freaking out he just replies like things are getting interesting now it's it's bloody and it's also like characters die like really suddenly like a character i thought was going to be kind of important just died in like a really Oh, are you talking about the uh, the, the one, guy? Yeah, the one executioner with the eye yeah. patch. Yeah, like he just kind of dies out of nowhere, and, and well, it's, it's kind of like the uh, it's one pretty crazy the entertainer lady. Yeah, I thought yeah. she was gonna be a character, and then like in a oh, mo- yeah. like a montage, she's just <laughs> the montage. Dead. The one lady <laughs> seduces this guy, and then the next scene, he's walking away with her head. Yeah, <laughs> there's pretty I forget what they call him, but basically. I'm just gonna say the word the prostitute, Japan prostitute. Yeah. There's like one that's like famous for like seducing like higher ups and stuff and like murdering them. Well, you see in this montage as they get to the island, she seduces her executioner, and they do the thing. But then in the next scene, she's just dead. He's just carrying oh, away. He her just head. killed her. It's like it's wow. Like, okay. It's partially that the the executioners were sent with them so that 
they have to return the flower with their executioner, and then their executioner will kill them if they try to get out of line because right. they don't want the criminals to escape either. It's got a lot of cool details. I'm, I like how well thought out the show is. It yeah. doesn't feel like an isekai that has like haphazard plot. Yeah. Well, but as an isekai, though, usually the um, brain not working at the moment. I thought isekais were like things like Konosuba and stuff like they that. They are. They are. But the char- the main character has a lot of isekai like main character traits. Overpowered. Like, super overpowered and like no, you know, yeah. super uh-huh. epic. And I was kind fighter. of afraid he was going to be like an isekai protagonist, like the stupid, like yeah. dumb luck. But like he actually seems very like head on his shoulders type character. Mm-hmm. He just kind of literally has no emotion. Like he's like fighting through like his emotions that are welling up and trying to like actually get back to his wife. Yeah. Which is cool. Anyways, I think it's, we, uh, yeah. fanboyed over it's that. It's kind of got like a, um, uh, uh, death game style. Like, yeah. like, um, what's well, not death game, but like, uh, hunger games. Like everyone's kind of fighting each other. Cause only one person gets the flower and gets out. Right. So it's a battle Royale. Yeah. yeah. And that's why a lot of characters die in the second episode because a lot of the criminals have it in their head that if they just kill everybody else, they'll be the only they'll ones to get the flower. Yeah. So they actually don't know where the flower is. They were given a picture in like a general direction and that was it. So then they, yeah. So they're like fighting each other and just trying to, whoever gets it first. There's also, they're sending more criminals to the island, which is really cool because. They are? Yeah. That's mentioned in the, the thing of like. I didn't see that. Of like, oh, they're, they've. So many have died already. It's like, oh, they'll just send more like criminals after oh. this. That's you know. Oh, I get, keep, yeah, I do remember keep, them like sending that. in yeah. more people. So that's kind of interesting. Just too, wave after wave. Instead of like, here's the characters, and these ones are important, and and right. watch them die. It's just like Meanwhile, you never know when they die because a new one might just show up. Right. Meanwhile, the emperor forgetting why he sent a shipload of prisoners <laughs> to an island. It was kind of crazy. I don't. I want to talk about it, but I don't want to spoil it. Okay, spoiler warnings for this now. If you don't want to listen to this part, skip over it. Yeah, we already kind of spoiled some things. Yeah, but this <laughs> one's kind of more spoilish. There's a scene where all the criminals are brought into a tent, and the actual emperor's there. Like the, not, I don't think he's the emperor of Japan. He's like that shogun of like that region. Yeah, I'm not sure. But he's sitting there, and then he commands all of the... Because there's like, I don't know, like 30 or 50 criminals there. He commands all the criminals to just start killing each other. And the last few that remain are the ones that are actually going to go to the island. Mm-hmm. So they're all doing that. And then Gabimaru is the only one that's not killing people. And he just like straight up just tells off the emperor guy. Just like, why do you want us to kill each other? I think you just are a sadistic little like B word, basically. <laughs> like it's cool like it's got a lot of like cool dialogue like that like it's very grounded in like people will call out the obvious yeah compared to like a lot of more milk toast shows that kind of like don't i gotta compete in this tournament to prove that i'm worthy of yeah where they'll they'll, like uh they'll what's the word is it water it down Mm -hmm. compared to this was just like they're just straight up killing each other yeah it is definitely not watered down very brutal and yeah um what did you think about mashal how much have you watched this is the first episode. i'm caught up on mashal oh me too i watched the two episodes nice what yeah. do you think of it first episode was pretty cool yeah second episode i'm a little leery on yeah same i first i thought it was gonna be harry potter meets one punch man mm-hmm. i was excited for that second episode comes out and i'm like okay this is getting more like 
stupid comedy and the main character is literally just two dimensional. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about actual Mashal. That's his name, right? Yeah. Just not, I'm not too hyped up on him after this. Is this one episode. of those shows where it's just narrator all the way through, pretty much? Not really? It's, it's, it's kind of, I don't know. The comedy just hasn't been working as well as I'd hoped it would. Yeah. It's a little bit underwhelming. I feel like the production isn't super great, and that's part of it. Like the animation isn't. That could be. It's pretty simple and basic. Um, it's did. not like bad, but it's not like good either i didn't have anything to really complain about the animation because i see this much more as a comedy yeah it's definitely more of a comedy so like i don't really care if there's like a full-on animated fight scene as long as the jokes before and after the fight scene yeah there are some pretty like funny jokes and and situations like the him threatening the uh, test is kind of funny that was pretty cool he like hand the the wizard guy hands out a test and it's like you have to uh the headmaster yeah the headmaster gives him a test and the the like test is like words that are like on the page moving because it's like magic enchanted so part of the test is that you have to get the letters to like line you have up to decrypt you have to yeah. cast a spell on the test paper decrypt it to get them to stand still and then rearrange them oh. so that way they so, like, actually say something mm-hmm. and Mashal, got, Mashal has no powers so um he's here because the only power he has is the power of a swollen yeah he's just really <laughs> strong so he just looks at the letters and he's like please stop moving and they just keep moving and then he grabs his pen breaks it and sets it on the thing and it's like stop moving and they all just like straighten up and then he's like here you go my, i'm finished with my test i think the scary part i think the thing is like he didn't break a pen he broke a he wand broke a quill I think it was like a pen. Oh, it was quill a quill. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So he like broke it. But it was something. It was funny because like the headmaster going through his whole like head monologue of like, oh, these people aren't gonna figure it out. Like most people are gonna fail because there's no way they can decrypt this like encryption spell. And then the guy just walked up to him and was like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and then like the maze, there's like this wizard maze that you have to get through, and you have to use spells to like escape the the monsters that show up and whatever. Yeah. And uh. And at one point, he's, like, lagging behind because he has to help this one girl. So he just breaks through the maze and the walls. And they're like, that shouldn't be possible with magic. And it's not. He's just so strong that he just breaks through everything. (laughs) So there's a... the, The setting, I think, is really funny of, like, him having no magical powers. If he gets caught that he has no magical powers, they, like, execute people that yeah. don't have magical but powers. his magic is his muscles. And, and he's just so strong that he manages to, like, get through things just through his... The only thing I have on. hope for is the actual, like, head of the school um, basically personally interviews him after, like, this big old, like, mess with, like, him breaking the maze and stuff. He shows up, sends him to, like, this council of, like, head mages... And he starts asking him questions, and he's given actually pretty stupid answers mm-hmm. because that's his type of character. He doesn't seem like he has any brains whatsoever, just the giant muscle in his head. <laughs> um, and there's the final thing is the headmaster guy casts a spell, and then this giant like guillotine thing like shows up with a doll underneath it, and the guys explain like the doll basically consumes the soul of like your most like loved like person that you know so his father just drops dead in real life and his souls and like the doll like this guillotine's like about to like kill the doll 
So like the headmaster is like, oh, so how are you going to stop this? Like if you have to fight me, can you actually like beat this magic? And at first he punches the guillotine and he just breaks his hand. So and he, and the headmaster is like, oh, you can't do this with violence. And then like the only cool part is like instead of like them just doing the thing where he's so strong, he just actually breaks it. He literally just takes his hands and just stops the guillotine by like shoving his hands under the blade. Yeah. Oh. So like that was the only cool like it kind of shows that it might be some type of story and not just a bunch of stupid jokes because like yeah the headmaster wasn't expecting him to do that he was expecting him to try to cast spells i've heard like the beginning that. of yeah. it is more comedy focused and then it slowly turns yeah. into more of like a story but yeah, the there's, there's a lot of comedy anime that do that too like they just start out as just kind of over the top gags and stuff yeah. and then yeah. they just start to like it was the creator figuring out what exactly they wanted to do with it, and yeah. then eventually it molds into something. I was kind of, I don't know, I think I had the wrong idea of the show going into it. I was thinking it was going to be like a mixture of My Hero Academia mm. with um, like One Punch Man type of thing. But I think it's going to be much more of like an isekai it's One Punch more Man like type More like Konosuba yeah. One Punch Man. Very Harry comedy, Potter. very yeah. fantasy. Yeah. Very over the like top. My hero like starts out as kind of lighthearted and it just starts getting more and more serious yeah. as it goes on. Are you caught up with that yet? No. Oh my I tried God. watching an episode the other day. I was like, ADD, go. <laughs> some of the some of the earlier episodes you have to like force yourself to watch. I wasn't even that I wasn't interested, just I yeah. ended up doing other things. I just caught up with the show, so I just was wondering. I'm waiting for season seven now. Patiently. Very patient. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just like, wait, hold the train. <laughs> <laughs> you better hurry up because it's coming out next year, man. And then we have another I, 24 I episodes. Hopefully should be done before then. Because then we can watch it episode by episode. I, I just I need a good bout it. of the flu or something. <laughs> Let me cough on you because I currently got something I'd going on. I'd rather not be coughed on. Or I just need to throw my back out and I'll be paralyzed for like four days. There you go. You just have to pick up another cap. Yeah. So anyways, Mashal is... A pretty good show. Mashal could be a mess, or it could be. <laughs> you know, you say Mashal, and this is gonna sound really weird. I just picture a Mashal for some reason brings to mind a clam with just a buff arm coming out of it. One <laughs> that's not a bad way of describing is, the yeah. show. One of my complaints is that I wish it was more focused on like him having to hide that he's not a wizard, because it kind of feels like everyone knows that he's not. But and he's I, the wizard of strength. I would have liked I if can't, they yeah. if they made it more obvious that like he has to hide this and nobody can find out. I can't tell if they all just assume he can't do magic or are too scared to say anything, or if they're just literally all as stupid as him. Yeah, like it would it seems like they, they realize he's really strong and just doesn't use magic because he does have the they put the like magic the scar scar on him, on him so Harry that people Potter would scar. so that people would think he has yeah uh magic powers but um i don't know it's kind of interesting i kind of hope that like him doing stuff with his strength makes people think that he is a really strong wizard when he's just not like that seems more funny to me than people just being like why aren't you using magic why are you using your strength and it's just like because i'm strong well it's also like in the montage scene like he throws a rock no, he levitates a rock by like by gripping like... it with his pinky finger. <laughs> it's this boulder, like as big as his head type boulder. Yeah. Um, he also walks on water just by running just across by the running water. Because of it. course, so being he, strong can let you yeah. do that. He has all the spell abilities. He does. He's just not using There's them in also, the way that like, 
the teacher asks him to do something, and he's like, "Why use magic for that? You could just do it." Yeah, which is really funny. Like it's a it's the, a good like concept. You ever seen? You might get this. You ever seen the the D and D meme? of the battle axe sticking into the target by the handle. Yeah. And it's just like when your barbarian has uh, fails. more strength and dex. Yeah, or... when your barbarian has more strength and dex, but still succeeds on the dex roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's it, it's pretty interesting. I, uh, some of the concepts are interesting. It's not like... bad. I was just hoping for something a little bit different. I think that's yeah. the best way to describe it. I feel it. like talking about it, the the things that happen in it are interesting, but watching it isn't as fun as I hoped it would be. It's going to be the one show that I watch every week that I'm not like looking forward to unless it gets really good. Yeah, I'm like curious about it and it's it been enjoyable to watch, but I haven't been like overly right excited about yeah. it. It doesn't have like the funny Konosuba laugh out loud kind of stuff in it, but it's still like a fun show. Yeah. I would say the next big one to talk about is now we can kind of explain what's happening with Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. Okay, so you've watched the movie, right? Uh, the the, the um, train. train. The train Ugin, was Ugin literally train. the last Demon Slayer thing then I watched. Then he fights Akaza like at the very end. and, and The uh, Entertainment District What's his arc? name dies. So the next, yeah, the entertainment district arc, they go into the red light district and they they kill a prostitute. They burn down the town <laughs> and then kill a prostitute and a homeless man. <laughs> Dang. Yup. With the help of a Chad who has three wives. With the help of a Mormon. <laughs> with the help of uh, with so the crusaders show up with the aid of the Mormon to purge the, the town. With the help of a of a ninja and his harem, they kill a homeless man and a pros- and his sister a prostitute. Yep. And they were deep. But if his sister was a prostitute, shouldn't she be able to fund him to have a home? Well, they were already dead, so it's just kind of too late at that oh, point. Yeah, okay. technically she was like He the- technically like lived Didn't she like didn't he like come out of her? Yeah, he like they were like conjoined, conjoined in some weird together. Way. Like the, they had a weird demon power. Yeah, uh, it and just, he like, couldn't. Brings he... to mind a villain from uh, anime Yu Yu Hakusho. Like, oh yeah, it's like where it's like this huge dude and like his brother turned into a sword. Yeah, it's something to... kind of like that where the brother appears. I forget if he doesn't like just morph out of her or like is in the shadows all the time or something. They also couldn't kill them because they had to kill both at the same time. Cause right, because like, they were a ghoul, but they were like joined, joined twins yeah. type of ghoul. Uh, so anyways... Not they, ghoul, but demon. I mean, there wasn't a lot that happened in that arc. Just Tengen Uzui is the new uh, Hashira guy. He doesn't die in the end. He gets right. his arm cut off and goes to retire with his wives. Um, you mean the, the flashy guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh. He was actually a much better character than they showed in the... like. Series. Like is the Hashira that? thing, where the everyone was seen in the first. Yeah, season. the Hashira scene in the first season is so t- terrible because all of them are just like, "I am the most generic trope ever." Yeah, exactly. And then once you get into like actually what their characters are about, they're much more interesting. You mean kind of like the fire dude and the train? Yeah. Arc like it's like, like he's, oh, he's actually like he's actually really cool. Same thing with Uzui. He's he's one of the best parts of it. After that is, uh, the Tan- swordsmith Tanjiro. So Tandro does manage to kill the uh, the demon who was a high level demon with the help of Uzui. He, they were a upper upper six moon. I think they were a lower 
lower six. No, they were upper six. I don't think they were in the top five. They were like the top ten or whatever. I don't remember. Well, number five. No, yeah, they were. They were twelve of them. Yeah, there were. Remember in the first season, one of the lower six right get killed, and he's like, "I'm just gonna murder all of you." And then he just tells the upper six, like, "If any of you die, you're all like screwed." I think this guy was. He was one of the. He was the six. The six. So he was the least powerful. Least powerful of the, whatever. Anyways. Uh, he so he's killed by Tanjiro, who used his like all of his strength to do it, and he went into a coma for like months. Basically, he with the he's that he's that WoW character that uses all of his ultimates at once, and his game just crashes. <laughs> yeah. So they from the fight was like so intense that they all went into like comas for a while. Um, Tan- oh wow, two months. Tanjiro. Tanjiro was in a coma for two yeah, months. Yeah, he was in. Meanwhile, was... Nezuko try two years. Tanjiro was in, was in a coma for the longest. Um, Zenitsu, he Zenitsu was like asleep the whole time and just like fighting epically because he's got like super. He did get hurt, but but not as badly yeah. as the other one. So he he already had woken up and was given another assignment. Uh, Inosuke. He's gone from the show. Yeah, he's gone for the show for this arc, I think. So I might Inosuke. have to watch it. Anosuke is also gone. Anosuke oh. is also gone. But he so. got poisoned in season two and also got like a lot of like his internal organs ruptured. Yeah, but that's him on an uh, also, average Zenitsu day. Also, Zenitsu is awesome. Wasn't he's, Zenitsu he's the so... one in season two where he's like, part of my breathing technique is I can rearrange my organs? No, that, that was Inosuke. No, that's yeah. Inosuke. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. I was thinking the boar guy. Yeah. Yeah, in season two, we realized like he can do that focus breathing. Another part of his breathing technique is he just rearranges his organs at will. I mean, if you've had your body smashed up that much, you could too. <laughs> yeah, but it was disturbing too because he like gets stabbed through the heart. And supposedly like, oh, he's yeah, like, he's oh, dead. I just moved my heart like, to where my stomach <laughs> was. <laughs> you fool. Oh, so, anyways, after all that, um, Tanjiro wakes up from his coma. It was also the the waking up scene was funny because everyone's like excited to see him again waking up after two months, and then he's just like mentions like Inosuke, are you gonna come down from there? And he's like above his bed. That was the only joke matters. I actually laughed at because that he was, was just really like, funny. How long have I been asleep for? Two months. He's like. Oh, so I must still be in hallucinating because Anosuke is on the roof. <laughs> and they just all do the turn. And it just looks like a scene from The Exorcist. <laughs> and then he jumps down and he's like, and they're like, wait, how long have you been there? And it like flashes back. And he's like, I've been here for two days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it like flashed back to like a day ago. And he's like leaning down. He's like, hey, Tanjiro or whatever he yeah. calls him. He's just like, wake up, wake up. What's wrong with you? Wake up. So, um. Yeah, that, thing, that was pretty great. The thing I didn't like about that scene is they have this random cleaning guy. Oh, that that was kind of funny. He was he was in like the show in the background for a the long whole time. time. It was like yeah. that Star Wars thing. He was like, I was the guy that um that brought him in front of the Hashiras. He was the guy that like helped clean up different like areas the train. Yeah, he was the guy that found him in like the the destroyed red district and then he's like i'm really worried about my buddy and i'm just thinking in my head like nobody knows and cares about you <laughs> yeah who was he was like a random side character and then they um so after he wakes up and like gets back to training and stuff he needs a new sword and they can't find his swordsmith guy because he's a jerk and just left and uh so yeah i think in season two he like said something about like if you break a sword again because he broke his sword in the train arc mm-hmm. 
he breaks his sword again, he's going to murder him. Well, instead, he just runs away. Yeah, so he's oh. just kind of gone, and nobody knows where he's at. So he goes to the swordsmith village to, like, see what's going on and get a new sword. And um, the love Hashra is there. I forget her name. Um, Mitsuri. Mitsuri. And also the mist Hashra is there. Yeah. Which is, like, this... I don't know if it's a boy or girl. I think it's a trap. It's a guy. I'm pretty it's definitely sure. a trap. I'm, I Hugh think it's pretty Admiral Akbar. obviously a guy. But anyways, he see then there's also this mystery thing going on of Tanjiro's uh like history. He had this weird dream memory of like his parents talking to a Apparently a the, the character that we so, see like he has a bunch of flashbacks in the movie. Yeah. The first season. And, like, we always see this flashback of this character doing, like, the fire dance. Mm-hmm. I always, I thought they implied. It was the father, yeah, is what they said. But now in season three, it's just a random It's, yeah, it's demon not totally. Slayer? I don't know if it's, like, a weird memory thing of Tanjiro not understanding who he is or what, but this. Anyways, the guy that the, he has flashbacks about, apparently right now, apparently they're implying that it's not actually his father, but just like a random, possibly like the original like flame Hashra or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like where he gets his but fire breathing. At the same time, that same character, because we see all the upper six for the yeah. demons, he apparently appears to look like be the upper one demon. Oh. We actually okay. see, and he's got like six eyes, but he's still got the same scar and the red hair and stuff. Yeah, and then oh. it looks like he's in the... Um, the village when Tanjiro walks up to the Mist Hashra guy, but he's not sure. It's you just see him from the back, and he has the same hair. So. Yeah, and then it turns out to be just a training dummy. Oh, I haven't seen. It was a training. Oh, dummy you haven't seen season time. episode two. Oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. I am so sorry. <laughs> Trail. I forgot. I just haven't seen. Yeah, the second. Oh, okay. Episode. So I didn't. Even all I know that. is the first episode. So far, I'm, I, I'm guessing Mitsuri is gonna stick around longer, but so far she's just like, I'm out of here. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. The se- episode two was very quick. It felt like, and not a whole lot happens besides for like expedition. Expedi- Expedi- yeah. Yeah. That I feel like every Demon Slayer has a weird thing where it feels like every episode is really fast, which is a good thing. It's not yeah. like a slog to get through, but it also feels like not a lot happens. So it's always like, I just want to binge this show really fast. I have the same feeling with Demon Slayer as I do when I play D&D, where it's like my whole party has been like role playing for an hour and a half and we moved five feet. And I'm just like, (laughs) I would like to get through this dungeon sometime in my life. I feel like Demon Slayer might be a better binge than a week to week. Yeah. Because the mystery, like there's, there are some mysteries and stuff that it's kind of like showing, but it's mostly like the action and the, the world building I stuff that's not, going on. So, so far I would not want to binge season three. You, I would, I would just want to watch it week to week. Really? Yeah. I feel like I'd rather binge it. I feel like I would rather binge the second season. I feel like that would be way better than watching it the week second week. season. Cause the second season was shorter. Wasn't it? It was only yeah, 12, it was like 12 episodes. episodes. This one's only going to be 13, I think. Yeah, so maybe maybe I would want to binge those more. Yeah. But I don't know. I kind of had a hard time watching through the first season. Like, I watched it in a couple of days, but, like, in the middle part, it felt like it got very slow. Yeah, yeah after After like the, uh, like, drum manner, yeah. it got slowed way down. Yeah, and then it, yeah. it sped up a little bit towards the end again, like, towards the Spider Mountain, but, like, 
I don't know. Like season two, I do agree. I would have rather binge that than watch it week to week because yeah. that literally felt like two minutes. It was just done. yeah, it was just like one massive fight. It felt like yeah. for most of it. So, but this this one seems like it's gonna be more mystery oriented. Yeah, because we don't really even see an actual villain yet. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I've heard this. I've heard from people that this arc is is pretty like people like it. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like Demon Slayer is just a really solid show. So yeah, that's about it for Demon Slayer. It's it's good. I have I a like complaint it. about it. What's your complaint? It's too funny. It's it's not. It's too funny. It's not very funny actually. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> they try being too funny, and I, yeah, none of the jokes land. It feels forced. It feels like a Marvel movie to me. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not. I don't know. It's not super comedy focused, but it's not like super funny either. It doesn't really bother me, but it's not I don't great. Know. I guess I'm just not enjoying like all the cutaways to like. It might be. I might just be misremembering the first season, but like it seems like every other second the characters are in like weird chibi form and there's a weird joke going on and just like. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I feel like it is more than it was. The first, I feel like the beginning of the first season was more serious because it was dealing with him, like his family dying, and, yeah. and Nezuko is a demon now and all that stuff. And then it kind of goes more into. There were always like bits and pieces of jokes, but it does feel like the more characters are together, the more like comedic it is. Most yeah. of the comedy came from like Inesuke and. Um, yeah. Isn't it? Zenitsu yeah. and like all the side characters around him, whereas Tanjiro and uh, Nezuko weren't like super funny together or anything. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe now that Nez, maybe now that Zenitsu and uh, Boar Guy, because I forget his name, Inosuke, Inosuke are gone. Maybe now that they're trying to force Tanjiro and Nezuko to be funny. It just doesn't feel doesn't, right. Yeah, because yeah. Tanjiro is always well. supposed to be kind of like that laid-back, level-headed yeah. character. Yeah, and now he's like... And it's not like he's trying to make jokes. It's just like they're trying to put him in scenes that seem too comedic for the show. Yeah, yeah. they do make... Especially, it felt like, in the second season. He felt really, like, dumb Yeah, at certain points for no reason. So, yeah, I do... I he's do not that. supposed to be dumb. He's supposed to be, like... a a person that grew up on a mountain so he was kind of like that farm boy yeah yeah he's not yeah because like with the train movie it was more just kind of in wonder of like these things he has yeah yeah like it makes sense he like when he goes to the city and he has that like face because he's just like shocked about how many people and like what's going on in right i don't know honestly not not to get on a soapbox i feel like that's something that's kind of been lost with our generations is the concept of seeing something you've never seen they they, like anymore like most people think oh you don't know what that is well you're stupid that is instead of oh you don't know what that is well let me explain it to you yeah look at the wonders of this thing yeah yeah but yeah it does feel like the jokes partially aren't i don't know most of it a lot of it is just characters interacting that's just kind of like whatever they're just yeah like the little girls and stuff and the whole bedside like thing of everyone well i get that because they were like that from season one yeah but now it's like okay um the butterfly girl not not the poison hashra mm-hmm. not the bug hashra but the her apprentice yeah it seemed like they were making her like 
in part of the jokes and stuff. Like she would like yeah be a butt end of a joke or she would like be part of a joke. And like her character was never like that. Yeah, she was like the really shy that. totally. Yeah. And I don't know, either we missed a bunch of stuff <laughs> or it seems like they're forcing things on characters that just aren't supposed to be there yet, it feels like. Yeah. But I don't no. know. Demon Slayer also feels like that show that's going to go mainstream and is already mainstream. It's, it's very mainstream. So it's like, I feel like maybe they're changing things up to be more popular with a general audience than maybe a niche audience. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know how, how funny the manga is. Like how Me neither. It's I've written. never read I it. I feel so. like it is probably written like this. Because usually this is like the Full Metal Alchemist thing. It's like the same situation where there's just random like comedic moments. But in the manga, it doesn't come off as like in your face because it's just like a panel of him like making a joke about this whereas in the anime it's like has to be this whole scene of him like you know yeah and i with demon slayer it already feels like i'm uh episodes like a minute long yeah so i just get really annoyed where it seems like every other scene has to be like a joke type scene Mm -hmm. or a funny scene where i'm like okay i just want to see more of the story yeah show me like why is his dad not his dad type of thing? Yeah, I do get that. I mean, partially that's kind of a good complaint where you're just like, the story's interesting. I want to see Well, more that's of exactly it. it. But like, it's also like, there's a bunch of stuff that's happening that I don't It's also care this thing called padding out time. <laughs> well, that's what it feels like to me. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's getting mainstream. And I'm wondering if they're like purposely doing stuff like that so they can continue with the show i do have to say a minor complaint i have is in the um the infinite uh mugen train arc no the infinite like layer that uh the demons are oh yeah like it was a cool like scene but i felt like they went a little bit overboard where the animation ellipsed the storytelling where Mm -hmm. it was felt like they were more focused on making cool animation than actually telling the story that needed to be told because there was a lot of just like we're gonna move the camera all over the place and we're gonna do these cool flashes and effects and everything and it was like you don't need this much like you can do a few things but it just felt like every scene was just look at our freaking awesome animation we're so good at animating and it's like this doesn't really help the story at all it's just kind of in your face within the first minute of that scene i'm like okay this is really cool they're like they're strutting their stuff they're showing how good their animation is and then the scene literally went on for like 10 minutes it's a long and after like in like seven minutes into it i'm just like what is going on yeah like why is everything keep on moving like it was it felt like it could have been half the length if they just like you know you can zoom in show that this like infinite you know it's infinite the world is like ginormous and whatever and like to show how gravity and everything this whole blood demon art is wild in this place yeah but you can do that with like one camera sweep into it and then focus on this is happening these demons are showing up this is a conversation and instead of just like it felt like just a little bit too much of of camera like work to make it look cool it felt like those bollywood movies where they use every single uh effect (laughs) one minute like scene and we're just like okay i don't need to see the next fade transition scene yeah or like those meme videos that are just like oh my goodness this is a ridiculous amount of work in editing but it's just too much where you just exactly it's like you lost the joke yeah 
And that's what it felt like with this. It's like they lost the wow factor. Yeah. Like, wow, you guys are like pretty good at animating this. Like, this looks good. Seven minutes into it, I was just like, I'd like the story like, to continue. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I get this epic animation, but yeah. It like was just the, a the bit The 90s when movie people, figure, or special effects people figured out CGI. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like, how big can we make this dinosaur? It does look really good, though. Like, it does. Everything looks good. The, the, it's, a, it's a good show, but it does feel like that was partially its success, where it's just like, well, we can do... More I will say stuff. the love Hashra's like reason for being a Hashra is amazing. <laughs> she <laughs> wants to find her husband, like her forever partner, but she figures that a woman should be protected by her husband, so she has to find somebody of like more power than yeah. her. So she became a Hashra because like <laughs> Hashras are the most powerful people, right? So she can find somebody she loves. Well, she accidentally became like one of the most powerful Hashras. Hashra. So like. Now there's no way that's it's more like, powerful. So hard for her to find someone stronger. And it felt it felt like she was kind of liking Tanjiro because he was just like, I'm going to be so strong, I'm going to defeat Kabuchi. And she's like, yeah. oh, right. <laughs> maybe him. Maybe. <laughs> she is a cool character, though. Like, the moments that show... The Hashras have all been really good so far. The moments where they really show, like, what their motivation is and more than just being a cliche, they're yeah, actually, like, it's really cool, really cool interesting people. So yeah, um, that's about Demon Slayer. So it's not bad. It's not yeah. good. It's Demon Slayer. It's like the most. It's like a classic show that's just like this is a good anime. Exactly. One thousand episodes later, it's a okay. Anime. It's, <laughs> it's actually not that long of a manga, so it probably yeah. won't go into. It already but... ended, and people were kind of upset about the ending. I guess. Yeah, I guess people didn't. But like they're it. mainly okay. upset about every ending of a manga. So. Yeah. Is there anything people aren't upset about? Nope. <laughs> if I were to put Demon Slayer in a tier, it would be like a B plus show. Might give it like a B plus plus. Z tier. I feel like it's it's in B tier, wow. but it's like the very top of B tier, yeah. where it's just like this is a quality show. It's they a lot better than a lot right. Of they may get extra credit and might get like an A minus. Yeah, it depends how it goes on. If it gets way better, it would definitely get into like A. But like comparing it to a show like um, like. Let's just uh, say I'm more, I'm way more excited to watch Hell's Paradise than Demon Slayer. Yeah, I kind of am too, and I feel like Demon Slayer is might be a better show, all but this, I am more excited for Hell's Paradise just because yeah. it's more fresh. And all of this kind of makes me want to undertake the arduous task of watching all of Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> Bleach is good. I know I've seen a I few seen random all episodes, of it, but Bleach is good. It's just like. 15 seasons of it plus they came out of a new season thousand year yeah i don't even know if that's the whole thing i think there's gonna be another season yeah i think there's gonna be another part to it because it just ended long yeah anyways uh inspector you watched it yeah things to say about it inspector season season two two, it was okay the very ending episode i liked the most out of all of it um because most well Season one of Inspector focused on an actual, like, main, like, singular story. Yeah. Where, like, the main character names escape me, as usual. Um, The uh, emo-looking boy, right? Yeah. Emo boy and lolly girl who's not a lolly. She's actually a college student. Um, That's not they're, a, like, just a lolly. They're both, That's just they're, a lolly. Yeah, they're both, <laughs> they're both college students. But anyways. They're both consenting adults. Twitter. <laughs> Um, like the first season focused on them trying to figure out like the murder of like this idol 
girl and like her ghost is now like terrorizing like the city and like that's the central core theme of like the first season the second season which is what i've been watching is just kind of it's story arcs that are just their own like stories that they're involved in but they're not really the main focus of the story like the first story is about like these ghosts like come to the main characters and like there's this like powerful evil spirit and haunting yeah. like this apartment and they find out it's like this little cursed doll thing. And then it's like that arc gets done. And then the next one I think is like this uh, snow spirit falls in love with this guy who's like accused of murdering his wife. And like they're trying to help clear that. Like it's a very dialogue heavy show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like. There's just these little short story arcs. There's no centralized like thing. Like they tease at the idea that oh yeah, we're trying like trying to f- track down like the main guy's like cousin who like tried to. I don't remember. I think she tried to kill the main character in the first season, like by having the ghost do it. Oh, so like the the cousin? Are you talking about the girl cousin? Yeah. Okay, because I've only seen clips of the first season, and she was the one that was in the hospital. Yeah. So she went missing or she just left? Yeah, at the end of season one, she just like ups and leaves out of the hospital because like, yeah, I'm immortal too. Like, oh, okay, gotcha. Main character's boyfriend. And so she's like, I've just been here this whole time pretending to be sick. Huh. <laughs> so she like is like in the makings of being the big bad or? I don't know because in the second season, she's not like, she's not evil. She just doesn't like the main character. <laughs> The main character being the guy? The girl. The girl. The lolly. The lolly. Like, she just doesn't like her, and she wants her to stay away from her cousin. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. Um, It's just, it was weird, because it's like seeing her. I I would actually be more interested if they had a season dedicated to her rather than the other two main characters. Like, she's more interesting. Okay, that makes sense. Like she's kind of a cold character, but at the same time, she's not. Like, she goes, gets hit. Like, there's this, I think it's brother and sister, friends or whatever, at this apartment place, and they're nice to her. And then it's like, because every time she dies, she can see the future or, like, paths of the future, like, potentials. She goes out, like, gets hit by a truck, and then, like, as a show of kindness to them, when she got hit by the truck, she figured out what a winning race bet was. How did she do that? She had a, a, a ticket to like this horse race. Yeah. And so when she got hit, she um, was able to see like all the potential paths of like this future. <laughs> oh, she so when she on... dies, she can see in the future? Yeah, and she can okay. like pick like a strand to take. And so... Uh, of like the f- of a path for the future to go on. Oh, so she can control the future. Kind of. Oh, that's kind of. It's so. W- it's really weird. Because- can she only do that, or can the lolly girl do that as well? No, lolly girl can't do anything other than be mouthy and annoying. Oh wait, so you said the <laughs> other one. Oh, so the guy. The guy can. He's can. A, he's immortal and has the same exact powers. Because what happened to gotcha. him, and him and his cousin was when they were kids, they were forced to eat. Two different kinds of yokai. One was a mermaid, which I think gave him the mer- the immortality, and the other one was some beast that, like, it would if you asked it like about the future, it would foretell the future and then die. Kind of like mm. so, in a weird way, like a sphinx. Yeah, not like a sphinx. Um, but like the mermaid aspects 
counteract the dying aspects of being I able got to you. tell oh, the okay. future. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, the lady just like to show like repay them for her kindness. She goes, gets hit by a truck, finds out the winning horse for this race, that comes back with a bunch of money. He's like, here you go. <laughs> that's thanks for letting me stay here that's like very messed up humor which is enjoyable sometimes um but the very like then they covered a story where this guy like had his wife killed because she was like very oppressive to like a family like a big this was like big corpo family okay and so this guy like goes to like this fox spirit to have her murdered and then like, like a kitsune no, some other kind of fox spirit. Okay. Um, and then like it just goes in this whole debacle. Well, I actually did. No, I actually did. Well, I planned on doing. It. Well, I didn't actually do it, but I planned on doing. It. Like it wasn't like getting anyone arrested. It was like just like unveiling like all this. Like so unveiling that the whole entire family was just messed yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. Um, like that went on too long. It felt oh, like. Okay, yeah. But the very last episode was really interesting because the lolly girl. I can't think of her freaking name. Um, is just sitting in this restaurant, and I guess in Japan, like just eel restaurants are a thing. Eel, like just preparing eel and different oh. dishes. All right. Huh. Um, and there's just these two random guys sitting there talking. And they're like, "Well, that's odd to see like such a pretty girl here." And it's like it must be like some kind of omen or something. It's like and then one guy's like, "Well, I think it's good fortune," and the other one's like, "Well, it could also be foretelling like." ill fortune kind of like how you murdered your wife <laughs> and then like wow. it goes to this whole thing of this guy's friend accusing him of killing his wife and in the end you the spoilers here you find out the guy did kill his wife and it's like he just had invited his friend out like because he planned on going and turning himself into the cops mm-hmm. to and like he hadn't been sleeping or anything like he's yeah. just drained well, that entire time they're talking, the guy's wife, her ghost, goes and talks to the girl because the girl, like the lolly girl, is like the goddess of wisdom for <laughs> ghosts and demons and stuff. Uh, yeah, her. I, I can't. You can't read it. <laughs> yeah. I- Iwanaga. Iwanaga Koto- Kotoko. Yeah, that. Um, but yeah, that entire she time. She looks. Like an annoying child. <laughs> it's just funny because it's like everyone's like, oh, look how pretty you are. And then she opens her mouth and is like, oh. <laughs> Everybody else has like a really different art style than her too. Yeah. Like the cousin girl that you're talking about, Rika. Yeah, Rika. And then Karu, which is the guy. They both have like a really distinct art style. Yeah. And then there's annoying lolly child over here. All, all the characters stand out really well. But anyways, back to the thing. Yeah, sorry. You find out like the guy's wife's ghost went and told her what was going on mm-hmm. and wanted um because the whole thing like he murdered his wife because he they were going to break up but he didn't want anyone else having her. Oh. Uh. And so um the ghost wanted yeah, what was her name? Which one? Knowing oh, Lolly Child? Yeah. Uh, Kotoko. Kato, uh, they want Kato, Koto. Koto. K-O-T-O-C-O. Kotoko. 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 Uh, wanted okay. her to tell 
the husband that it's like, oh, well, you'll always have me now because like she like the ghost had latched onto the guy and was just basically wearing him down. Oh, and it was oh, it, it was basically like, oh, no matter what you do, like to clear your conscience, I'll always be here. Dang. Yeah. And it was like it was a one episode thing. It was a one and done. And it's like, it just was like, oh, look at this happy, just random episode about two friends in a, you know, talking in a bar. <laughs> and then it just like plummeted down to that. Dang. And it's like, by the end, I was like, you know, I would be more interested in a show about someone like maybe this guy, like what he's having to yeah. deal with now. But her character bio is kind of funny. It says, she is a very outgoing personality and always makes an effort to find the root of any problem, especially when she has to help yokai. She's oblivious to danger, and she tends to be very clingy to when it comes to Koro, which is the guy. Yeah. This is literally every single annoying lolly character in any anime <laughs> okay. ever. That's the one thing. In season two, yeah. all right, so the guy can't die. Right. Like, this one part, he gets shot right in the forehead and just like gets back up and is like, Please don't the do Deadpool scene. Yeah. Yeah. He also gets electrocuted to death multiple times by like this evil cursed puppet thing. And it's just always these things. And like she just like never show it's like, okay, yeah, he's immortal kid and stuff, but it's like it seems like you would still show some care. Like sorry, not just, you just got shot not in the just face. Go meet puppet. <laughs> <laughs> so all in all, I mean, I like the show. And I hope it does get a season three because I want to see like where like the story goes with like yeah. Rika and stuff. But it wasn't my favorite. Compared I mean, to sometimes season, season twos are usually pretty rough because they're like season one is always adapting like the the heavy hitter part of the manga that like get people into the manga. Yeah. Then yeah. season two is usually like adapting the slower parts sometimes. Yeah, it's like setting up. And I mean, it was cool seeing her do what she does and like going and helping cases for like yokai and stuff. Like that was cool. It's just, it seems like there would have been more of a integral part to the Seems very more episodic, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Other than I mean, it was... I actually kind of want to watch it now. It was I might watch season one because it actually seems pretty cool. Yeah, is. 90% 90% dialogue, though, so... I'll watch it dubbed, then. <laughs> I don't uh, think there is a dub out yet for it. I'm never watching it, <laughs> I do have, like, the first three books of the manga, if you want to borrow them. I might be able to... I might do that. I don't know. I have a ridiculous... If something's very dialogue-focused, my dyslexia just makes it near impossible to actually, like, retain anything that's going on and one episode got so dialogue heavy me and my girlfriend usually watch it while we're eating yeah and we had to stop the show because it's like trying to cut food and stuff what's going on i never watch anime (laughs) while i eat because it's like i want to i have to be pyrolis kept on wanting us to watch anime while we eat i was like why i can't read and eat at the same time (laughs) i can read and eat but it's like well this one day it's like i forgot what it was it's just like i had bought meat and we grilled it and it's like trying to sit there and cut that yeah not cut through a paper plate yeah on my lap (laughs) i also have the problem is that they're the dialogue doesn't always match up like the same amount of syllables to what they say so sometimes i read it as if they are like talk speaking the words at the same time so like read word per what they say but sometimes that don't like sometimes i can catch words and kind of like match it up other times it's just like 
blah 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 and it's like two lines and i'm like i missed the second line i missed the entire season i have that same problem and then and this is the problem of the subtitle people but when multiple voices start going on and you have the top subtitles, oh, yeah. the bottom subtitles, sometimes you get middle <laughs> subtitles. I'm just like, I don't know what the frick is going I, I, on. I can read pretty fast, but when that happens, I, yeah, it's whoa, like, yeah, whoa, nope. whoa. There was one time, there's a scene in My Hero Academia. No, not My Hero Academia. And it was in... Well, it happens in My Hero Academia where it's just like text and then that text gets... No, it was, in, uh, it was in Oshi no Koi. Mm. No, Oshi no Ko. There's a news broadcast going on. There's yeah. two people talking, and then there's background yeah. like, people talking. Yep, and and they, they sub it all. Yeah. And I'm just like, there's five? Bi- I can't even see the picture. Like, what's <laughs> going on? If I watch it on my computer, it's just like, pause. Read everything. Play. <laughs> Image pause. captured. In but I'm not playing a visual novel. I'm watching an anime here. <laughs> yeah sometimes i'll just be like i'll be reading but not super paying attention to the show too and then i'm just like wait a second i missed whatever that was and go back and like reread it well cool it sounds like we're all mostly enjoying most of the animes we've been watching and next up on the list is ancient magnus bride season two yeah because you actually need to watch some seasonal anime i do do your job or at no. least just watch oh, more okay. anime so you can I try. It, even if it's old. I try. You do. Which, speaking do. of that, we have a little bit of extra time. I mean, not really, but we do. I wanted to hear about that one anime that you're watching. Oh, yeah. Let Cob- me my phone. Benary Cob- of the Iron Fortress. Yeah. yeah. You said it's like a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. So you know how we were playing a video game, Grim Dawn, that was yeah. like a steampunk zombies invading the world yep. game? That that's this in Japan. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Sounds cool. It's basically like they have like some kind of zombie plague out broke out where it's like these zombies you can only kill them by it looks like either beheading them or like you have to pierce their heart, but their heart is like wrapped in iron. Oh. So like they look like they're burning all yeah. the time. Um and uh this guy try is trying he's at what's called a uh steamsmith mm-hmm. so like him and his friends and stuff they work on these trains that are transporting cargo between these like survivor cities gotcha and uh he's trying to figure out because they use like the like all their gun they have guns and stuff but they're all like charged by like these steam packs okay and he's trying to figure out like a weapon to be able to like pierce a heart on a kabune yeah, like a real gun. Yeah, basically, it looks like a, it looks like a steam nail gun. Basically, okay, that's cool. what he's building, and uh, it ends up being like this train gets over. Oh yeah, like if you get bit by a, a kabune, uh, you have like a suicide pack. I don't know if the tube of you can will allow you say. Basically, it's a little pack of like black powder with a cord. You hold it to your heart if you're bit, and you just like pull it and it explodes. So oh, they don't make more zombies. Yeah, yeah. Like because like is are, the transformation like pretty fast then? Or? Yeah. Okay. And it's like people are definitely paranoid, terrified of like this whole thing because it's basically overran all of Japan. Okay. Gotcha. And probably the world, I'm assuming. Right. Um. So it sounds like a fire force type of thing then. Kind of. It's the kind world's of like... not scorched. Everything's just. Medieval Japan, basically. Okay. It kind of sounds like Attack on Titan, kind of. Kind of, yeah. More on the monster, like, yeah, undead aspect. That's that's kind of what it's like. That's cool. 
it like it ends up being like the main character gets bit by a clone, but he figures out like everyone thinks it's a curse. But he's like, no, it's a disease. Wait a second. I seen a scene like this. Is it where he's like in a workshop and like he's like wrapping himself in iron? The yeah. G- oh. He's like, yeah, if I can cut it off to that, like before it gets to my brain, I'll be fine. And I, it's like it basically gives him like superpowers. I literally saw a scene on this That's YouTube. Cool. And of course, stupid people that put scenes on YouTube and don't tell you what anime it is. <laughs> yeah. I've been looking for over a year for this show. <laughs> Thank you. That sounds sweet. Um, yeah, like there's... if you see the scene, it's really cool. It's like yeah. really cool animation too. Like he's like, you see like the zombie virus like working up his arm and stuff. Mm. He just like clamps the arm down with and like, it, like steel. clamps his neck and stuff. So he's yeah. like in like an exoskeleton type. Kind of. It's more like a harness piece. Yeah, type thing. it's pretty cool. This sounds really cool. It's actually like pretty metal, like that whole. Yeah. Thing. Um, but it, I've only gotten like an episode and a half in, and so far I really liked it. Like it. The characters are interesting. There's this one girl who's like super powered, kind of. I think, but like because a zombie or because I don't know. I think she's like a hybrid or something. Okay, but like she's got like these steam pistols and stuff. Oh, sweet! I'm gonna have cool. to watch like, it. Now. Wipes out most of the zombies in the village in the first episode. Okay, so like they're hard to kill, but like if you just like blow off their head, oh no, she's guys. just flat out just like shooting them in the heart repeatedly. Oh, that's cool. Nice. But it, it's a cool show so far. I'm going to have to watch this. And now. I guess it's got two movies. Really? Yeah. Oh, so. dang. You said this came out in like 2016? Yeah. So I'm guessing they're done with it then. I don't know. Crunchyroll just like shoved it in my face one night and I was like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> yes, Lord Crunchyroll, I shall watch. <laughs> I'm not interested in any of the new stuff, so let's see what this is. I think you would probably think... enjoy Hell's Paradise. I plan on watching Yeah, that. you probably would. You would really like that one. You might like Mashal, maybe. Uh, I have I a hard know. time getting into some anime comedies. And I like I liked uh, Welcome to Demon School. Yeah. Um, Like, it was kind of just bonkers off the wall hyper humor but at the same time it's like i like it in doses yeah that's kind of why i pick at least like one rom-com or like comedy like a season i'm just like this is the one i'm gonna watch i'm not gonna watch all of them because it's just yeah Yeah. see i i can do something like that i could do something like konosuba but it's like i have a hard time with like the more modern style like just straight comedies because it's like okay there's a bit of a cultural barrier here because there's certain things here I just don't understand. That yeah. is true. And <laughs> it's like I'm sure it's hilarious to you guys, but me is just the Westerner. I'm like, I, I don't get it. Sorry. Yeah. I think that is one thing that I forget a lot of times is it is just it's two cultures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course I don't live in Japan. I'm not Japanese. So like a well, it's lot of like just a lot over of, my head. A lot of yeah. times they look at our humor like, what the heck? I think I look at our humor. And yeah. Go, what I, the I, heck? I, I do too. Of, I feel like a lot of Japanese comedy comes from the fact that their culture is so like reserved. Everyone's very like quiet. Yeah. And so, keeps the to themselves. yeah. so it's like, so the funniest thing is somebody sneezing. In so yeah, the funniest thing is just like someone talking and suddenly just like screaming their head off at somebody over yeah. nothing because it's just like, it's such an out of the blue, like unexpected yeah. thing. Whereas in America, it's more common to see people just like yelling across the, you know, hey, parking I'm lot walking. to each other. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It doesn't seem like in the West we really even have that anymore. Like if you even look at things like memes, it's like, let me just crank this audio and people will think it's funny. Yeah. yeah or the vine boom. 
If I ever hear Vine Boom again, the heck is a Vine Boom? You don't know what Vine? No, and I don't think I really want to know the boom sound in uh, memes. Oh, you mean the thing that sounds like a speaker blowing out? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's called the that, Vine Boom. That's what I mean. Yeah. Something like that with just like an image. And, oh, it's just a story. Look how the, funny the most The most common meme is the rock doing the eyebrow and you hear the boom sound. Yeah. That's the Vine mm. Boom. Oh. Yeah. Blech. It's stupid because people just put it to like a totally normal conversation. They'll just put the Vine Boom in just like it's supposed to be funny. I'm like, that's not humor. Yeah. There's got to be a setup for joke. Right. So many people on the internet are like, I'm going to make funny things. It's just like, you you aren't funny. Like, there's no joke here. I see that with a lot of times with sketches on YouTube, where it's just like, they, they, it seems like they have an idea, but they just don't have a joke to it. There's no like punchline. It just right. kind of like goes and fizzles and then done. Ma, there's a cat out here. <laughs> That's funny. That's, That's situational funny. humor. Because it like ramps up to something. It's yeah, not at like, the end of it, it's like, Ma! The cat's in the house now. <laughs> and then the last one where it's like, where he's like under the bed and the cat like yeah. runs up to the to the camera. Like there's actual joke of like it happening. But there's so many sketches of like an anime, like anime character when this happens or whatever. And it's like, this is funny. I might send it to somebody. And then the ending is just like, oh, okay. And that's the ending. And it's yeah. like, there, there was no joke. There was no payoff. It just kind of like, meh. I'm over it now. It sucks. Yeah, not to get into like too much of a rant, but like the new generation of content creators, like short content creators. Yeah, there's only a couple of them I find funny. Yeah, one of them I really find funny. His name is Scumbag Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen him? I've oh. seen uh, so much of his stuff. The funny part is he takes all these stupid, annoying TikTok trends and just he is turns them on their heel in heavy parody very heavy parody but he's like parodying the people that think they're funny yeah <laughs> he has videos like the tiktok thing where somebody's doing something and then it pauses and he like sh- pops up in the front of it and is like commenting on it yeah he comments on it and then the guy that's frozen just like he says like this is so stupid why would they do this and then the guy like turns around like what the heck is wrong with you and like beats him up yeah like it just has these or like the split like screen thing where there's one happening on one scene there was one where he's doing a duet and then he's like singing just like this song is so stupid who would ever (laughs) write this song and then the guy just turns to him and starts like punching him it's like you idiot and he's like ah or there's like ones where he's like pretending he's like reviewing a tiktok because that's one big thing tiktokers would do they'll review other tiktokers yeah. but he's like at a restaurant eating food and he's like oh this is so stupid and then the guy that like the tiktoker that he's reviewing like turns it turns out they're in the same restaurant and he looks at the guy and then just like goes over just like what do you mean it's not funny he's like oh i didn't know you're here <laughs> or there's random ones of just like making fun of kindness like influencer those are or whatever where it's like it's like, hey, uh, this is my son's favorite flavor of chips, but I need a dollar to pay for it. It's like, oh, here you go. And he's like, thanks, and walks away. He's like, hey, what, what are you doing? You're supposed to give me a prize or something. Yeah, What's wrong like, with you? He's like, no, I just wanted a dollar no, for just, the chips. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thank you. And the dude's like, what? This is a kindness TikTok. Give me my prize. My favorite one he did. And that, then we'll get off our soapbox. Of <laughs> the segue's on fire. <laughs> um, there's this trend where people will pretend to go up to random people and so like, hey, how much do you pay in New York for rent? And they'll be like, oh, I pay like $15,000 or whatever. He's like, really? Can I see your apartment? He's like, yeah, sure. And they'll just give this fake review of an apartment, obviously. And it's funny because Scumbag Dag will do that. He'll go up to a random person like, hey, how much do you pay? He's like, no, no, no. He'll just do that. He's like, 
going around the apartment and he's like, oh yeah, perfect. I love this trend because that lets me kidnap people more. And he just like <laughs> oh, kidnaps the guy, throws him in a trunk. Have you seen the Mr. Beast ones where it's like, are you subscribed to Mr. Beast? He's like, oh yeah, I am. Okay, cool. Put this blindfold on. Oh, this is awesome. I go to meet yeah. Mr. Beast. And they bring him to a back alley and they just start all gang beating him. And he's like, that's what you get for being subscribed to Mr. Beast. Yeah. And they like unsubscribe him and they're like, one less Mr. Beast yeah, follower. <laughs> now we'll take over the number one spot his best comedy thing and this is like actually not parroting anything but he has this thing where he pretends to be the scumbag dad the <laughs> stepdad and it's pov shot you're the his child and he's i don't like, like where this is going <laughs> well no, it's it's funny because like he's the scumbag dad but he's like super scumbag he's like a war criminal he's like, like a, a drug, drug lord, addict and he's yeah. like taking his son to these different things he's like now son we're gonna go play a prank on this bank here he hands him a nerf gun and they go hold up the bank <laughs> he's like that was That's a great funny. that was he like the kid has to shoot like one of the like security guards. He's like, okay, you just pranked him. It's fine. There is the like a nerf a gun or a real gun. It's a nerf gun for TikTok reasons, but oh, literally like yeah. they're shooting people. And then and then they're always like explaining it to the kid in like a not bad way. And it's just yeah. like, oh no, I'm getting ketchup all over my I'm gonna fall. He's like, he's gonna take a nap for a really long time. Let's get out of here. There's one where like they're like getting attacked by the military. And he's like, now son, hold this confetti bomb so that way the surprise can be a surprise. And he like has him run away with the bomb. Oh jeez. It's uh, yeah. Here it's I just sit watching Beluga. Beluga? The, the, it's a Discord uh, comedy thing. Oh, Beluga uh, with the, with the, with the is cat. yeah. <laughs> he is funny, but I don't know. Like getting somewhat addicted to YouTube Shorts, I was like the only good thing I found out of it was just like scumbag dad. Yeah. Still don't know how you get addicted to great. YouTube Shorts. I get on there for like two seconds. And I'm like. Why am I here? I have problems of where I'll watch them so much that they start looping back around. See, I, I, I find like a couple and they're usually like mixed in where I'm just looking at normal YouTube videos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like in my suggestions or whatever. And then it's like, I'm, you, then I'll like bump over to something. I was like, what the heck is this? I guess <laughs> that's my problem is I will be going through normal YouTube videos, see a short, click on it. Next thing I know is two hours ago past and i've watched 200 shorts and i'm like oh, oh boy yeah you must just really really be disinterested in things i have really bad like that just keeps my attention yeah it's i get that sometimes too i've gotten better at it i'm afraid of what keeps my attention like then. i think i've seen oh no he's going on shorts I, i'm looking what is our time on the podcast that's over but whatever people aren't gonna watch this part of it anyways this is the after baka talk after show i have I seen today sleep. a total of 23 shorts dude it's only 23 minutes dude it's better than 200. Also, the segue's still on fire. Oh, shoot. We need better put that out. <laughs> well, guys, I think that's about it, right? Yeah, pretty that much. It. Cool. All right. Well, audience, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, leave a like, subscribe to the channel, follow us on your local neighbor-friendly podcast site, and leave a review if you'd be so kind. Uh, besides for that, we don't require anything else. Just hope you enjoyed the show. Consume our product. Nah, you don't have to do that. Just like put in the background muted 
You will be fine. <laughs> on repeat. On loop. On repeat. We'll but be it's happy in a about. playlist and just like go through. Yeah, we got game. playlists on YouTube channel. Just like hit that, put it on like a laptop, partially close it, and just like put it in the corner of your room. Give us all that juicy watch time. Yeah. Don't, Don't ever. That's yeah. all for yeah. us. <laughs> Meow meow. See you all later. Goodbye.